Last time on Roll Gay Roleplay, Cursed. Welcome to Amber Loggers, Loggers and Ink. I got loggers and I got ink. We have quite a few questions to ask you about Scurvy and maybe some of the things that they were working on before they were murdered. This was a way to get to the elixir and it's a big gold medallion of a sun. I know it's hidden in her house and this is somehow supposed to help. Rusty, we're going. This metallic octopus crawls up her body and sits on her shoulder. This is the most fascinating thing Cherry has ever seen. Like, she is just staring at the octopus the entire time. Amber's body and end up walking alongside Cherry and hold up one of its metal tentacles for your hand. Oh my god! This is the best day of her life since she's gotten here. (laughs) So then I wave the medallion over the floor. Gears begin to turn, and the five-letter code turns into a nine-letter code. The cylinders extend. Okay, I type in bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) You can see that one of the ingredients on the list is werewolf blood. Okay. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and I am drinking a mimosa out of a bucket. Really cute. Jealous. I am really doing so, yes. Oh, hi, my name is Katie, and I play Cherry Chapo. Did you get that through our P.O. Box? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Aubrey. Yeah, our P.O. Box is blah, 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 blah. Send us shit. Give us things. That isn't human hair. <laughs> This oh is, my God. I believe Tisha was next. If she jumped. If you okay. watch any YouTuber opening up packages, there's human hair in there, almost always. I'm not opposed to your hair. For free? For free? Yeah, for free. Right. I mean, how else are you supposed to get like the real natural fake beard stuff? Oh my God. Human hair wigs are expensive. <laughs> they absolutely are. Send us your human hair wigs. Yeah, if you cut your own hair. Or if you get your hair cut, save some of those trimmings. That's going to give you a nice beard. I'm Brandon. I play Humphrey Evan after. And I just had a video on TikTok hit a million views for the first Yay! Time. Oh Slay mother. Yes. A million people have seen my dumb face. <laughs> we stand. It's a good They didn't all like it. Trust me, they definitely <laughs> didn't all like it. They saw it. And that's t- what matters. Sorry. <laughs> I'm Tisha. No. And you play? <laughs> no. You can't mark on me now. <laughs> and I'm Tisha. I play Edith Wins Thereafter. I don't have a, I have a TikTok, but just for watching, not for sharing. Come on, Voyeur. We, we stand. Hi, I'm Jonathan. I play Florals in Spring. And Chris, our DM, is a Gryffindor. So. No. Don't put that on me. <laughs> Classic Gryffindor. Gross. Classic Gryffindor. No, it's it's the humility for me. That's like when people like assume I want kids. Oh, when you have kids one day, don't don't wish that on me, please. Oh, it's so Same brave of you to say you don't want kids, just like a Gryffindor. Just like a oh Gryffindor. Oh my god! So valiant, so valiant, god. so wrong. <laughs> what? This is such a. It's the worst I've ever been insulted. <laughs> Changing what we're doing now today. <laughs> You're all dead. It's all ciphers. Turns out the portal was to hell. 
Well, I didn't say anything. Remember that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we have a starting off with our question, as we always do. And I don't know why I'm the one. I need to stop either being the one introducing this because it's probably a question I should know. Yeah, I can introduce the question. So our Please. question for the week is, what is your toxic gamer trait? When you're playing video games, like what is the toxic thing that you do? Mine, I actually discovered this with my boyfriend. I am wildly impatient. So if someone's not doing something in a cooperative game that like could help us, I start getting really, really mean to the point where I will take your controller and I will play for you. Ooh. Damn. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm an asshole. Jonathan and I should play video games together because I have no patience for video games. <laughs> Uh, so I'm one of those people that's like, A, if the controls are too complicated, like the brain to hand to hand to brain to is just disgustingly slow. And if I don't solve it within like four minutes, I'm going online to look up how to do it, which ruins games like Breath of the Wild that I play because it's like, oh, fuck this cave. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Mine's also impatience a little bit. I'm really good at puzzle games, which you probably wouldn't know from listening to this podcast because I've been really bad at every puzzle we've seen. <laughs> but I'm good at puzzle video games. And if I play like a cooperative game with a friend of mine or my brother, hypothetically, and it's it's puzzle solving, I'll figure it out. And I'll just like sit there and be like, All right, come on, what do you... I, like, I don't give them a chance to figure it out. I yell at them until they do what I say. Because I'm uh, smarter and better than them. Pastor. Yeah, I understand that too. So specifically, I've been playing Divinity, and I, you know, it took us a while to one or two, two, and I beat it with Bay, and it took us quite some time. But it was just like every fight that we ever got into, it took him like sixteen minutes to decide to attack because he hates making choices. And I mean, it, it would kill me on the inside. It was literally like Mark playing D and D. Damn, full yeah. shade. That's a double burn. That's funny. So I don't typically do any type of community gaming. Like, I don't do a lot of online stuff. But when I do, I make sure I go to, like, the hardest levels possible. Like, I play Rocket League a lot. And I'm decent at it, but I try and play in all the expert leagues. And I'm just... Sometimes I'm good. But in any game, like, Dauntless or any type of online game like that, I will always go for, like, the hardest thing I can do. And I'll just be the shitty person. But you learn a lot doing it that way. You're not like a triple diamond platinum grandmaster? No, I'm I'm running into the wall. I'm jumping on stuff and can't figure out how to get down. But that's what I'm doing today. So your toxic <laughs> gamer trait is that you... Are a problem. I invade the experts. By... Yeah, he drags teams down in competitive <laughs> matches. <laughs> oh, my I would be calling you every expletive in the book over voice chat. Yeah, I get called a lot of stuff, and I don't turn off the mic. Bring it on. Oh my god, you oh probably no. the angriest 14-year-old. I've been called every name. You can't hurt me. Come on. Chris's toxic gamer trait is the same thing that most white cis het males do in the workplace, where they insert themselves in places that they don't belong just because they can and it's a learning experience but you're dragging everybody else down so oh that is called weaponized incompetence i mean i love you and it's a video game so i'm i'm it's funny oh i I was joking i actually just throw ragged shells at my best friends that's my toxic i'm normal everything's fine i love you sorry i am glad that you know tisha pulled the trigger (laughs) because chris is now dead (laughs) <laughs> that's the end of the pod everybody uh, sorry my toxic gamer trait 
is that when I die or get frustrated at something or can't figure it out, I use a lot of expletives. So would that also be like short patience? I don't know. I mean, Jonathan's played with me before and he just completely ignores me. Yeah. To be honest. Well, I mean, we cuss together though. Yeah. Do you think that cussing is toxic? I don't think that it that cussing in its in and of itself is toxic. I think that me calling the bad guy a stupid little fucking bitch <laughs> is toxic. Oh, I also am really bad at losing. But calling the newbie that's trying to learn a stupid little bitch is okay. <laughs> oh, here goes. I mean, that's what my toxic trait is. I'm telling you. <laughs> is this like active competitions where like people are being ranked and you're like? <laughs> I'm just learning how to drive, guys. Time to enter into, like, the top tier. The Monaco 400 or whatever. Yeah, that's what he was saying. I'll give you the real answer. I don't care if it's ranked. Doesn't bother me. Oh, my God. Yikes. Doesn't bother me. I've played a lot of Rocket League, and the people in there are toxic. So the people that, some of them are toxic. Because Lindsay's really, really good at Rocket League, and I'm shit. So she, I join her, and we go into ranked games, and she's so high up that we're playing with people that are way better than me and i'm shit so and they're really mean so i say hell yeah just invade it with all the newbies whatever fuck yeah. them okay. and I, you get better at it like genuinely i've gotten a yeah. lot better at rocket league from doing that should i from piss off a lot of people them. along the way sure did i bring their rank down they're probably over it by now fair enough I fair enough rocket... or they're holding a grudge and if you are girl i'm here i'm right here like at me <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm an adult with a stable job. Right. You're what? Like, fucking 12? Like, okay. Yeah, eat shit, anyone who plays Rocket League, seriously. <laughs> and is 12. And is 12, specifically. We should, yeah, let's start the episode, because we have a clear transition there now. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Cleo, do we remember what happened last time? Last time on Dungeons & Dragons, uh, we... Okay. <laughs> um, I think it's so cute. I'm so cute. Uh, we were back at the um, at uh, Scurvy's hovel, and mm-hmm. we found out that Fairyland was the code, and we um, found the recipe that is required to um, get back to Fairyland. And the first uh, part of the recipe was we needed um, wolf's blood. So we uh, found our dear friend Cherry Chaparu, and she volunteered some of her wolf blood so that we could um, get back to the fairy world. And now we need to um, figure out the rest of the, um, what are those, what what do you call, components, there we go, the rest of the components for the... For there were some, some vowels in that word. <laughs> uh, for the um, for the uh, potion to get us back to fairy world. Yeah, Cherry volunteered after it seemed inevitable. To be fair, Ch- Cherry wasn't the first to offer it up. I believe it was something called voluntold. Yes, my blood. Mm. After That's... some light coercion, she agreed to give us some of her blood. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this young child. So you're still at Scurvy's place at this point. You've just collected the first ingredient, uh, which was werewolf blood. And you are there with Amber and their pet Rusty, the mechanical octopus. We'll pick up right at that scene, I guess. We can say we've collected the blood and uh, 
So Amber will say, that was, that was a lot. I think everyone needs some rest. You guys probably haven't slept in a while and it's getting late. So maybe just, uh, do you guys have a place to stay? I mean, I'm sure Scurvy wouldn't mind if you stayed here, but I'm gonna go back to my shop. Is Scurvy's body still on the ground? Yeah, you guys haven't done anything with it, and I'm not encouraging you to, but it I is also there. don't know how, like, enthusiastic Cherry is to spend her first night in a strange new world with. Like, don't get me wrong, these are the nicest strangers she's met, but they are the first strangers that she's met. That is true. Florals and Springs says, Oi, well, I probably don't want to spend the night with a dead body, so I'm going to go back to my hovel and sleep there if anyone would like to join me you are more than welcome yeah cherry is gonna start to drift your way and i am going to i'm I'm gonna wait and see if anyone else is going to join me to sleep at uh palacio de flora florals yeah uh i'm not sure that i want to stay here with a dead body can we do something about that though do we need to put a blanket over her or does anybody have something that'll stop her from... Yeah, I'll take care of it. Just leave her with me and Rusty. You guys can go ahead. We can clean up yeah. in here, too. Oi, okay, Imba. Well, good day, then. Yep, see you in the morning. I look at the group and I say, Oi, mates, I do declare um, that we should go back to the Palacio de Florals. And while we're there resting and lounging, we can look over this list. Uh... To decipher what other components we need for our potion. All right, that sounds good. Do we want to meet up with Amber there um, in the morning here, or? Um, props best back at Amber's place. Okay. Yeah, All right. we'll, that works. We'll we'll see you in the morning then, Amber, at, at your shop. All right, sounds good. Take care. Be safe tonight. So we're uh, we're we're just gonna leave this here body right here on the floor. Is that uh? Yep, I got it. Boy, Amber said she would take care of it. Are you, are you gonna like sell it to <laughs> someone? No. What are you gonna do with it? Are you are you buying bodies? I've heard of like museums that'll take them and, and put them in funny positions and show the organs. I hear this and scurvy is my friend so i say or nar uh that is definitely something we will not be doing we will go back to palacio de florals and we will decipher this list um Impa, if you do not mind uh burying the body the rightful way that you'll uh, that we all do and we will be about our business yeah no problem she's got room in her garden out back won't be a problem and then i grab I grab Humphrey's like soggy cookie hand and I'm like leading him out the door. It's got a smell. I'm not sure what it's wet with, but it's soggy for sure. A cherry is going to tug on Edith's shirt and say, we can't bury her. It'll bring bad luck. Okay. Uh, what do you suggest there, little girl? Sticks. She lives by a forest. Don't you just cover people who die horribly with sticks in the forest here? Okay. Uh, that that's definitely something we could do. Hey, Amber. Yeah. Do you mind when you when you decide to uh, take care of our friend here? 
just cover her in some sticks and maybe we can bring some flowers on by. Stick pile? Over her? Yeah. Sounds better than digging a hole. Thank you. Humphrey uh, tears off two small chunks of cookie from their arm and puts it on her eyes. Oh my god. What the f- I heard that if you uh, give an offering to the, the boatman, he'll uh, he'll take you across, but he loves snacks. <laughs> it's kind of you, I think. Yeah, I'll make sure those stay on there. Sticks and cookies. Make sure, and they, cookies. Uh, make sure they stick. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, thank, thank you, Amber, for taking care of this. Yeah, I'll um, see you in the morning. We'll clean up in here and we can talk about what you okay. want to do tomorrow. All right? Thank you. And yeah. Edith heads on out the door after Floral. Very good. You guys can all make your way back to Cleo's place. So you guys have arrived. Cleo, you can show everybody around. I, This is the food corner. Um, yeah, so I pull out the list from my purse, and I put it on the table with the least amount of fairy godmother drawings. And then I also get, grab a broom and a dustpan, and I begin uh, like sleeping, sweeping up the flower, the dead flowers that are around, and I sweep them up into piles for them all to lay on. <laughs> oh, it's an actual flower bag. What are the ingredients again? We haven't even looked at them yet. <laughs> no, we just saw werewolf blood immediately attacked White, you. Yes, white it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you can look at this list and you can see, yes, the first ingredient is werewolf blood. But after that, you see the ingredients are water from the hidden river, myconid spores. That's M-Y-C-O-N-I-D. Okay. And a dash of formaldehyde. Is body preservation a thing in this world? It's a good question. Uh, There is at least taxidermy in the world. Do you use formaldehyde in taxidermy? Yeah, you have to preserve... I think you just take the skin off and wrap it around a dummy. No, I don't no, think no, you. No, no, no. It's, it's not as easy as peel and stick. Oh my! I've never done oh, it. I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe you don't use formaldehyde in taxidermy. So if not, I'll cut that and I'll say, yeah, there's at least a use for formaldehyde. Formaldehyde has been around a very long time. So okay, so okay, they would make they like the other people in this world might know what this is. Right. Yeah, maybe it's not known to a little girl, but yes, formaldehyde is at least popular enough that you would know what it is. Yeah, you now have your list of ingredients. You've got water from the hidden river. You've got myconid spores and a dash of formaldehyde. What you seek out first is completely up to you. You can see if you have any knowledge of anything. Would I? uh, I know that my place is like a a tragedy, but like I've been working (laughs) with scurvy um, she has helped me. Would I have information about this in my place? You might at least know of the existence of the Hidden River. Yeah. Okay. You want to roll for this? Yeah, let's do a history. Roll for quality of art on the map. Bitch. <laughs> I love this. Um, we're rolling for accuracy. <laughs> I love it. History and accuracy. Let's All do right. both rolls. Perfect. Here's my history roll. I rolled a 12. Okay. So you at least have something on it, then. You know you have something. Okay, I know I have something. I just don't know where it is. And then do you want to roll anything else? Yeah, let's do like a... Let's call it sleight of hand for penmanship. Okay. 18. Oh, it's a beautifully crafted map, Mm -hmm. isn't it? But you don't actually know that much about it, so it's just like very artistically drawn. (laughs) It's a SpongeBob's The. Oh my god, yes. (laughs) 
It's those old timey maps with a bunch of sea monsters in it. <laughs> there's not there's not actually sea monsters. Well, there might be. I don't actually know. I'd say that you would at least know that you have it somewhere. You can spend some time looking for it tonight. Uh, I think it'll cost you a long rest and you'll have to do a short rest instead. <sighs> Hold on. I am a dream person. What that also means is that with dream people, I think that... Okay, here we go. Here we go. Nope, I still have, I have to take a, I have to take a full rest. Fuck. Okay. Well, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a short rest and then I'm gonna start looking before everybody else. Okay. Yeah, I think a short rest would benefit Cherry as well. Well, you can take no, y'all can take a long rest. I have to. Yeah. I'm actually searching for this map because I have it. Mm. So I'm gonna search for the map while y'all are sleeping. Yeah. So the rest of you can take a full long rest, which means that all your level up stuff kicks in too, according to those rules. I think Humphrey only sleeps for four hours because technically they're a half elf. Oh. So, or is that a full elf that does that? I don't know anything about D and was about to say, look at your character sheet. You are the one that was supposed to know everything about D and D. You've never lied on a resume before. <laughs> hey, fair enough. I think it's like four hours of trance meditation, something, something. Yeah, I'm gonna say Cherry like passes out because she this is she's exhausted for sure. She tries not to fall asleep, but like, oh my god, out. That's and she fair. runs in her sleep like a dog. Okay, I lied. Only full elves do the trance, so a half elf does sleep. Okay. My bad. Well, then you you can all take the rest that you are taking, and and Cleo, you can uncover the map. You found it. You know where the hidden river is. Perfect. Okay. So yeah, it is beautifully drawn. You see, you are going to have to go into the forest again. Sorry, into the woods again. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you've got at least a, a lead on your next ingredient. Okay, cool. So I'm into that. As we're waking up, um, you see um, a glowing florals in spring because I glow when I sleep. Oh. And you see, uh, you see him get out of bed and he has just like, his afro is like filled with flowers again. And he says, uh, good, uh, good morning, mates. If you didn't know, I was touched by the fairy folk, the fae folk. And because of this, now I have, uh, flowers in my head every morning. So don't mind them. The, they are not poisonous. At least I don't think so. And, uh, they'll be out of my head by, uh, by Norn today. Humphrey eats one. Oh my To see God. if they're poisonous. I don't even. Oh, let's roll for that. I just want to say that Cherry finds this gorgeous. Like, she's, like, staring at your head full of flowers. Because you're also glowing. Yes. Think of a blossom waking up from Powerpuff Girls. And she's just, like, hair swaying. Oh, my God. <laughs> I woke up like this. I got a 12 um, on a constitution save. Oh, bliss. Okay. I think since they're going to be coming out of Cleo's head or hair, I think they can be non-toxic at least. So, may not taste great, but you've eaten a flower. Congratulations. Great. Do I gain anything from, do I, like, learn some of Floral's inner thoughts? Oh, my gosh. Would you? I don't think so. You, you might learn something about the fairy world, because it's fairy magic that, that was placed on me. Maybe there's a familiar taste to it. Like, oh, yeah, this tastes... This tastes like that bitch that cursed me. Right. <laughs> Damn, I recognize that stank ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, in a short rest, do I gain any spells back? Uh, if you press the button, it should. Like, if you press the shorter long rest button and confirm it, it should tell you how many things you get back. 
Oh, just this. You may regain all expended spell slots when you finish a short or long rest. Okay, cool. Hell yeah. Who? Thanks, what? Google. That that depends on class. Wizards don't get back all their spell slots on a short rest. Oh, maybe I made shit up. Oh, let me. I can just Google it. Only warlocks regain slots after a short rest. Oh, well then I'd have no level two spells. Rot, rot. And only have a few left of my level one spells. So don't get hurt. Oh, or no, this. Oh, actually, no. Get hurt, because this is going to force me to use my bow the correct way now. <laughs> okay, great. Oh. Interesting. All right, so then, uh, yeah, you don't get your spell slots back, but you seem to be well enough prepared for the day. Um, and I say, Oi, I found the map. Um, it's right over here. If we look right here, one of the ingredients, or one of the components for the uh, potion to get back to the fairy land is uh, water from the Eden River. And I say, it looks like it's about right over here. Do uh, do we want to split up? I know a place where we can get some uh, mac and eggs at the bodega down the street. <laughs> or nor, we have no twine for Mike and Oikes, but we do have twine to get the rest of the components. Also, that's one of the ingredients, is the, the Mike and Oikes spores. Or nor, I love your enthusiasm <laughs> for getting the rest of the components, except it's not called Mike and Oikes, it's called Michael Needs. Wait, wait the fast food restaurant? Michael Needs. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, little brother, I, I think that uh, a machinid is like some sort of a mushroom. I don't think they're going to have the spores of them, even if it were machinax. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have the spores of them at the little corner shop. So let's let's get this water. Maybe we can uh, find some spores growing around the river or something. Okay. And there's not that. And there's nothing that Cherry would recognize on the map, right? No, sorry. No, this map is of this world, not your world. Before we head off anywhere, aren't we supposed to be meeting that uh, Amber at their place of work? Or you are so correct. Oh, yeah, we did say that this morning. Out of curiosity, where did Frankie sleep last night? Outside. (laughs) We left the box out front. Outside. Frankie. Jesus. uh, No, the, the box is probably like under a stack of papers while I was searching for the fairy godmother, uh, the, the map. Does Frankie eat? <laughs> okay. He did eat at the restaurant. Uh, Cleo gave him bread and, like, droplets of water. Oh, great. We'll throw him in a jar with some twigs and leaves. Let's bring this uh, talking sausage with us. Uh, maybe. I don't know if y'all saw that weird octopus that Amber had there. Maybe she can help us with this guy. She gonna turn him into an octopus? Well, uh, she seems... I, I don't know. I don't know what this thing is. I've never seen a talking sausage. I, actually, I, I have never seen a sausage before, so... Right, because you're gay, I, I idiot. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's a pre-gust thing. That's, no one's gonna know what the fuck that means. <laughs> They're just gonna think that you're real mean to me. That's also true. Listen, somebody carry this sausage, because we can't just leave him here all by himself. He, he's sentient. Thank you. Hey, little buddy. You can buddy. also take the lid off. Yeah, okay. Well, let, I'll, Edith will pick up the sausage box and take the lid off. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I mean, what, what's your purpose? Like, why why did somebody order you? Are you for sale? Did you sell yourself? What's going on? What's your purpose? What does that mean? What's my purpose? My purpose is... To do whatever I want 
when I want to do it. Hey, we got the same mindset then. Look, I was just going through the forest to try and get some food from my roommates. And then somehow I showed up in this weird place. This lady found me, screamed because I was a sausage. I don't know what her problem was. Maybe she didn't like sausages. You seem to not know what they are either. But then she picked me up and then she sent me off somewhere. Now I'm here. She kept talking to me like it, like I wasn't in the room. I can hear her. I can hear all you. Just out of genuine curiosity, your roommates that you were getting food for, are they also food products? No, I got a roommate that's a mouse and a roommate that's a bird. And they don't eat you? No, we got an arrangement. We're friends. You eat your roommates? You might. You look like a cookie. I mean, I've taken a couple bites out of myself. I'm not gonna lie. You seem damaged. You okay? Well, yeah, I just told you I'm missing a couple bites, so yeah, I am a bit... I'm a bit damaged. Okay. Yeah. I understand. They... If I was missing, too, a little bit of me, I'd be upset. Listen here. Uh, what What's your name? Frankie. Do you have a name? Frankie? Okay. Uh, I know that you keep saying roommates, like... We, we might judge you or something, but if you have a relationship that's maybe not, not uh, socially acceptable, just know that we, we love, you know, all people, and you can have whatever kind of relationship you want. And also, so you were stolen from your home because you were trying to find food? No, I was, I was going out for food. Normally, I'm the cook of the house, right? I try to cook all the food. But Bird, my friend Birdie, said, I don't want to do any of the searching for food anymore. You go do that while I clean the house. So the mouse is now cooking the food, the bird is cleaning the house, and I'm out getting food for everybody, right? So I'm supposed to come back with food, but while I'm out in the forest, I end up outside of my forest, outside my home in this brand new place. I don't know what the hell happened. So this here bird basically got tired of cooking and said, thank you, nest. Yeah, the bird The bird didn't want to go searching for food anymore, and he said that we should help out with that. Normally I cook, because I know how to grease a pan real good with my grease, but he wanted me to go out for food, I'll go out for food. We're roommates, we do what we need to to help each other, and sometimes we fuck. Okay, okay. Well, let's go see Oh Amber. my god, they were roommates. Okay. <laughs> um, also, before we get on anything, uh, Chris, I need to roll for my potion. Oh, it is a new morning, you do need to roll for your potion. Yes, please, let me get up that list. See if you get something that's not a mojito. <laughs> Though you still have a mojito, I mean that's still a thing you do have. Go ahead, roll for your new potion that you get in the morning. It's a D twenty, right? Yes, a D twenty. Oh, a twenty. Do it again. Okay. <laughs> I just want you to get something good. You got the worst one. A nineteen. The nineteen. Oh, that's not bad. A nat twenty was the worst one. Yeah. Great. These these aren't ranked by any means. Hate like this number one podcast. is actually pretty a pretty good one. <laughs> so number nineteen, what you've got is a perception potion now. Okay, a perception potion. What does it do? So a perception potion is is a uh, creation. So you're not going to find it in D and D Beyond, I don't think. When you drink a perception potion, a third eye grows just under your bottom lip. It blinks and moves in unison with the other two eyes. You gain advantage on all perception rolls for 1d4 days. Okay. But you do have an eye in your chin the whole time. All right, Frankie, uh, I think that we should probably get you back to your home. Seems to be some sort of symbiotic relationship you have going on between you and your quote-unquote yeah. roommates. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you know where home is? Well, I could roll back through the forest the way I came, but uh, that's pretty far away from here now. 
why don't you come along with us and we'll we'll see what we can do for you. I think we need to get to this river first. Uh, we need to talk to Amber, then get to this river, and then we'll see what we can do about sending you on your way. Maybe we'll make you a little raft or something. Oh, that'd be nice. Thanks. All right. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, bring me along. I'll, do you want me to be quiet? Do you want me to do? Do you want me to sing songs? I sing songs. I'd love a song. I would love a good old fanny slapper. Hit me. Fanny, fanny slapper. slapper. I don't know. What character is that? We need that needs to be an NPC. Fanny slapper. <laughs> I imagine him doing the WB Frog song. Just do the first line. That's all we need. No, I want the whole thing. Make it. Make up a new song. Make up a brand new song right now. Yeah. You want a song? All right, all right, all right. Hang on. It's a sausage party. We don't oh, need God. nobody. That's great. I love That's it. That's my sausage uh, song. Sing it while we're while we're walking over here to Amber's now. All right. I can do that. Oh! She lives in a pineapple. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) As Frankie and friends make their way to Amber's place, you and I are heading to the gay agenda. Welcome to the Gay Agenda, the part in our show where we thank our patrons, thank our sponsors, and talk about any events or updates that we have on the show. So first, I want to thank our newest patron, Aurora. Thank you for joining. Hope your dice, uh, they have not arrived yet, but they are on their way. I've already shipped them. So hopefully they roll well for you and you enjoy everything you have on our Patreon channel. If you want to check out our Patreon, go to patreon.com backslash rollgayroleplay. Speaking of, we posted last week about a live event that we are holding in December. The whole cast will be doing a holiday one-shot on December 19th at 5 p.m. Eastern, live on our Discord. This event is open to the public and will feature an interactive story where attendees will make live decisions impacting the story as it's happening. We're even giving away some dice to a couple lucky people attending the live event, so come and check it out. The link to our Discord can be found on our website, on our link tree, or you can find us on social media if you need the link. I mean, it's, it's going to be easy to find no matter what, but come check it out. Hopefully you can join us for that live event. It's going to be a lot of fun. Some other news I want to share is that we are going to be taking our holiday break like we do at the end of every year. So our last episode of the year will be on December 19th. We're going to take three weeks off from there, and we will be back on January 16th for the second half of the Cursed storyline. And before we get back to the episode, I want to talk to you about dice. If you're looking for a gift for that click-clack goblin like me, check out survivalcheck.shop. There's a set of dice for everyone on your list. Like someone who likes to wear eyeliner and mesh shirts? Boom, we got skull dice. Or for your brunch BFF, there's a glitter and gold dice set. There's even a gingerbread dice set for that special cookie in your life. Use promo code RGRP to get 15% off your purchase. That's survivalcheck.shop, promo code RGRP for 15% off your purchase. You may even recognize the person modeling the shirts. Now, let's get back to the show. You guys are making your way to Amber's then? Peace. Okay, making way to Amber's with Frankie singing alongside with you, all of you. Yeah, you can make it to Amber's. I guess she'll just let you guys inside. You can knock or whatever. Yes, you will. Hey. <laughs> so Amber and Rusty will be there to meet you. Amber will be completely bright-eyed, look like she slept through the entire night, even though she cleaned up Scurvy's house, put body under the sticks, and still made it back home in time. Damn. Cleaned up the mess with the assassins. Yeah, she's great. You get there and Amber is shooting a water gun of lager into their mouth. Pew, 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 pew. Morning. Anyone need a top off? And they, uh, she holds out her gun for anyone. 
Can I have some more peanuts, please? Yeah. Humphrey opens their mouth for sure. Cool. Amber will shoot that and uh, Rusty will move around and go get some peanuts and bring it over to Cherry. Nice. I think everybody was paying attention. You can see like the, the gingerbread around the mouth got a lot darker. It's maybe a little droopier. Oh, sorry. I'll <laughs> aim for the other side next time. Edith will put her hand in, in the way of the stream heading towards Humphrey's mouth. Listen, brother, okay. uh, you know, we can't come from a long line of a uh, particular type of people. Liquor responsibly, okay? Does <laughs> <laughs> alcoholism exist as well? Liquor responsibly. Oh my god, I guess. the second time she told us that joke. Oh. It's the second time she said that joke. We all missed it the first it's time. It's one of the tenets of my religion, okay? <laughs> Liquor responsibly. I hate you. Twice the name of episode two. Okay. Brilliant. Okay, um, hi. Florals and Spring here. <laughs> so, we have discovered the location of the next component for our potion. We're going to the Hidden River. Cool. Um, if you do not mind we see what you have done with um your uh companions and possibly we have a campaign of our own and if you do not mind if you could give them please some um mechanical body parts so that they can be a little more independent of themselves yeah we saw what you did with rusty over there we thought maybe you could turn off right into an octopus too yes exquisite work thanks what one of you guys friends who are you talking about Oh, we have a sentient hot dog with us. What? Edith shows the box with Frankie in it. Hey, how you doing? It says, okay. So to go from the beginning, this box was picked up by my compatriots here from the getting place. And this, this Frankie guy, sausage, I'm sorry, for your pronouns, Frankie, I, I didn't ask him, uh, but this Frankie sausage... He, him, it's fine. Okay. This Frankie sausage was stolen from his home and then shipped in a box to our deceased friend that you took care of last night. Ah. And he he just kind of wants to get home, but isn't quite. it's going to take him quite a while to roll his way home. Yeah, sure. So this is another one that was evicted from the fairy world. It's now in our world. Uh, fairy world? Yep. We're not entirely sure. All we know is that he has had sex with a bird. <laughs> I mean, oh. We, okay. It was never really described to us if it was uh, a real bird or a fairy bird. We don't, we, uh, didn't, we don't know. It all sounded consensual. I didn't ask, but basically he... He needs to get home. You know, surprisingly enough, I don't need the sexual history of everything I work on. So we're good. We can do something with this. Make you mobile. It'll take me a little bit of time. So you can probably do it in like a day or so. You fine staying with me for a bit? Yeah, that's fine. If you're going to give me legs, I'm down for it. Give me some arms and some thumbs. I can grab stuff now. Yeah, we'll see what I can do. Oh, you said you were going to the hidden river, right? Stop by Scurvy's place. I found a book about that. There was a map in there with some words. I don't remember what they said, but you might need it. Oh, map with words? Yeah, it's in a book about the hidden river, so you shouldn't miss it. I just put it right back in. As I was cleaning up, it was something I found. 
All right. Well, let we'll head on head on over to Scurvy's place. Grab this map. Maybe put some of Floral's flowers on it. On uh, Scurvy's grave. Where did you Where did you uh, lay Scurvy to rest? Oh, it's real obvious. It's the pile of sticks in the backyard. Okay. All right. Thank you. I mean, what do you What do you think, uh, Florals? We We good with that? Oh, that sounds like a great idea. Uh, Thor, we're going to head back to Scurvy's. You ready, cool. little girl? Yes. I don't want to look at the sticks. I'm going to take this guy, Frankie. Rusty, let's go. We got a job to do. Okay. Rusty will run along with Amber, and they will start working on Frankie for you. The sound Rusty makes gives me anxiety. <laughs> um, I wanted it to be cute, like Wally. I was not getting that. <laughs> I thought oh, it was really? Cute. I was thinking like chainsaw noise. Adorable. I thought it was cute. It was giving me useful <laughs> chainsaw. It was giving me stitch. It, it is a little okay. stitch. Stitch is supposed to be cute. Is he? Yes, he's like a cute little alien. What are you talking Do about? I don't remember Izzy? whenever he was in court and he like licked the glass and it was like green saliva. Stitch is a criminal. Yeah. You're saying criminals are cute? <laughs> that depends, I guess. Any hoodle. Oh, let me look up how you say let's leave in Australian. Vominos. I think that's the word for it. <laughs> it's oh, heat on down to the Maccas. What I was don't. that last? Mac- Mac- Macca's. Macca's. McDonald's. Mm. So I look at Amber and I, I look at Amber and I say, Uru, Amber. Huru? And she goes, What? Yep. Uru, which equals goodbye. See ya, I think. Uru to you too. Bye. Yep. I do think that as we're walking, I do ask. I'm free. I say, um, I'm free. How do you keep your body intact? Like, is there any way that we can dry up uh, the liquids that are inside your body? Uh, I appreciate your concern, but I have absolutely no idea how this stumbly cookie works. I have, uh, I have attached some raw cookie dough to the parts that I have eaten previously and, and baked those. I ran across a couple uh, elves in the, in the fair world. They lived inside a, a giant tree. And they did heal me up pretty good because I was eating a good portion of my body. <laughs> All right. Well, Uru then. Um, sounds fascinating. Those fucking tree elves love cookies. Treating me like a god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then, oh. like, I kind of speed walk ahead of the group. <laughs> sure. A cherry's looking at you with a new respect. She knows of those elves. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, get to scurvy's then. And when you enter, it does look completely cleaned up. Not all of the potions that were knocked over are necessarily filled again, but they're at least all the broken glasses cleaned up. There's some empty potion bottles sitting there. All the books are put back in order. Papers are nicely aligned on the table. Beds placed back over the safe. Is the language different between the fairy realm and this realm? Like writing and stuff? I did not consider it to be up to this point, so... Yeah, I would assume so as well, because we would have had communication at the issues otherwise, I believe. Right. Mm-hmm. So we'll just go with common being common all around. That's fine. Okay. Edith got a 21 for investigation on the bookshelf. Sure, perfect. There's a book called Hidden River. You can open it and you find a map very similar to Cleo's map. Maybe you two may have worked on it together or worked off of each other on it. It is very similar, except on Scurvy's map, there are words written on it. And the words say, magic reveals the door, then watch your step, followed by, in all capital bold letters, the word river, R-I-V-E-R. Magic reveals the door, watch your step. 
and then the word in all capital bold letters river river uh barely nowhere okay we're ready to go it seems like we got a puzzle on our ends uh let's venture on over to the uh hidden river river doesn't combine into anything else are you asking if you can make any other words out of the word river Mm -hmm. hang on there's a fucking pile of ciphers that we were handed Ah, if we take the R from river and we put it through a code, then it's B-A-A-A-A. And then if we put that in binary, (laughs) it's 10,000. So what do we do with that? Maybe you're trying to solve a puzzle you haven't found yet. Mm. Okay. It's like a key without a lock is what you're dealing with right now. All right, let's let's go get uh, this water first. So you guys can make your way into the forest following the map. Uh, We've already determined the map is very well detailed, so I'm not going to make you roll to find anything. You guys can just make your way there. It does take about an hour and a half walk, so it's a good uh, distance, especially for maybe a child. Or she's part wolf and she's fine with it. I'm probably just... She's fine. Um, I was going to say she might want to ride on someone's shoulders. I mean, same though, right? (laughs) Yeah, I think about halfway through her late night, stumbling through the forest, as we're like, can I... Can I, like, piggyback or something? She just goes, up. Up. <laughs> My feet hurt. Or she's not going to ask for it at all and just whine about her feet. Edith will pick her up and carry her. Thanks. She is 12, but she's, like, a halfling, so not very big at all. Yeah, just a back rad. Like, yeah, piggyback rad. She might fall asleep if it's the early afternoon and the sun's on her. There you go. So you can make your way to where the map ends, and you're met with... Basically, you're in a forest still. There's trees on one side. There's a hill on the other side. You're pretty sure you're in the right place according to the map, but you don't see any door. Okay, uh, hang on tight there. And Humphrey fucking slaps their hands together and and rubs them like he's in Full Metal Alchemist and slams his hand on the floor and casts Blink. So they disappear into the ethereal realm. So like standing in the same spot, but in the ethereal realm. Do I see any sort of river or door or... Yeah, so you can tell that there is a door on the hill. And if that magic can be sensed by the door, it's going to open once you do that. So everyone else will see a door open as soon as you move off to the other plane. So it, the whole point of it was magic will reveal it, right? So magic was cast in front of it. So at this point, Humphrey can see that there's a door at the hill. Um, there's a door that okay. leads into the hill. That will open once the spell is cast, because that's all that that needed for that door was to open, was to see magic. So once Humphrey escapes, the rest of you see Humphrey off, well, blink off, and a door opens into the hill. And there's a staircase leading downwards. I think when Humphrey reappears, they're holding the door open. Because blink lets me, like, move around and then return back to the... That's cool. Is there, like, any phrase you have? After you, uh, can I take your coat? I'm sorry. I should have prepared something. I got the door open. Can Cherry investigate? Can she make a sniff? You can make a sniff, of course. I need someone to kick me. Whoa. (laughs) So she can rage. Can I slam her hand on the door? Ow! My mom said I can't swear. My mom said I can't swear. (laughs) And she enters into a rage. So can she do like an investigation with like her nose for advantage? You totally can. Absolutely. Nice. I'm a little worried about how little I need to be convinced to hurt this little girl anymore. <laughs> it's a big concern to me personally. Damn, I got a nat 20, and because I have plus one, it's 21. 
Ding. Okay, so here's what I'll tell you. You can smell that there is definitely a river smell coming from that direction, but you can tell it's either really far away or it's closed off in some way. Okay. But you're definitely on the track for river. You're sure you're certain of that. It smells like river. She's talking as like a wolf. <laughs> oh my goodness. Gracious. Um thank you. Smells like river. Okay, well, good, because that's exactly what we were looking for by going through this door. No, wait a minute. We're looking for a hidden river. If it just smells like a regular river, we are not in the right place. I mean, buddy, listen, it was a little hidden. We didn't see the door until you did your magic here. So it was kind of hidden, So, and she smells a river. I think we're in the right place. Let's let's just go. I, I'm just going to go ahead. Okay, but I can't wait to say I told you so. Okay, go ahead, brother. Yeah, she is going to, like, take some deep breaths, calm down, turn back into a girl and say, it was, like, hidden. It wasn't, like, right there. It was a far away river or a, a hidden river. Cool. Not wrong. Not wrong. You can uh, wrong. make your way down the stairs then. Give me, everyone give me a perception check so I can tell you what's in the room. Already? Ew, a fucking three. Mm. A natural 20, 27. 10. Got an eight. Wow. Humphrey's looking around for a hidden river. <laughs> Is it under a stone? <laughs> right, exactly. It's under your own ass the entire time. <laughs> we'll explain all the wetness back then. <laughs> so it looks like Cleo's going to have to explain this entire room to everybody, but here's what you got. Uh, so while everyone else is a little bit distracted, Cleo, you've assessed the situation. You are currently in a room made of dirt, basically. Dirt floor, dirt walls, kind of a dome to ceiling. The only entrance you see is the one you just came down. You don't see any other obvious doors. What you do see in the center of the room is a 5x5 five five grid of squares. So there's 25 squares total, 5x5. Five five. All right, I got you. I got you. Tetris? You see nothing else obvious from the room? Okay. Um, I say, sorry. Uh, we have an empty room here. Um, and it seems that we have 25 squares on the floor. I am going to... Oh, shit, I don't have any of these good spells I can use. So I'm going to use... I'm going to take off my chapeau, my hat, and I'm going to throw it onto the middle square in the room. Like, what are the... I'm just going to throw it into the middle of the room. Do y'all want to take a look at the bisexual cipher? Because that's absolutely what it is. Nice. We got a spell river. I am 90% sure. But also Humphrey's real dumb. So we <laughs> didn't figure that out. Okay. I can tell you, if you throw your hat into the middle square, if that's something that you want to do. Yes. So when the hat lands on the middle square, a small hole opens up on the left wall, on the left-hand wall, and a dart shoots across the room. Mm. To where the middle square Damn. is? Like, would it have hit us if we were standing there? It would have hit the middle square, yes. Ooh. Say or. So in case you didn't know, this area is Barbie trapped, and we must be careful. Barbie trapped? Bar yes, yes, uh, Barbie trapped. I love it. Edith is going to cast all right. So, okay, obviously we have to make it, someone has to make it across here. I can do it, or if somebody else feels comfortable enough going through, you know, I'll, I will give you my blessing. Just so we're talking about the same place, you guys are starting at the bottom of the grid. So that way, anytime we reference the grid, you guys are at the bottom of it. So if you're stepping forward one, you're stepping to the bottom one, just so we're clear. Okay. Okay. Because maybe the order in which these are is important. 
Are we able to walk around it, or is it all the way up to the wall? We're gonna make it all the way up to the wall. All right. Let Let's look at Let's look at all these pieces of paper we have here uh, from Scurvy. This one has five by five on it, but I I wouldn't know. And also, this one has a bunch of letters that correspond with other letters. And then this one's a bunch of letters and numbers. Do we have any numbers? I, I don't I don't know. And she hands them uh, out like she holds them out like pushing them to somebody else. Maybe we're supposed to. Do any of these letters spell the word hidden? Maybe we could. Maybe. Okay. This one has an H and an I. There is a D way down here. An E and then an N. I think maybe maybe it is hidden. Okay. Uh, so if we start here. Okay, the D is at the very bottom. But also the very left. So if somebody wants to step on the very bottom left. I, I guess I can do it. For the D for in hidden. Humphrey looks at Cherry and says... Now I'm going to need you to repay that favor and, and hit me real good. Oh, yeah. Cherry's just going to kick you in the shin. Okay. Humphrey casts Misty Escape, and I can use my reaction to turn invisible and teleport up to 60 feet. So wow. I'm going to teleport to where the R would be in the cipher. Okay. So you're talking about the fourth row up, third one, and third one over. Right. right. Or if we use the numbers that you wrote on it, it would be third column second row right in the middle third fourth mm. row up we'll stay with what i said okay four up and three over sure you can step there and it lights up oh looking at this paper brother that doesn't that doesn't spell hidden at all that's an, that's the but that's where the r is oh shit i went to the wrong one i'm sorry y'all i probably just fucked up this whole puzzle i kind of panicked well, she it's... kicked me real hard in the shin <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> I'm really young, and I think I should wait outside. Okay. Um, why don't you just sit right there? I just wait outside. Uh, just, no, don't go outside. Don't go anywhere. Just sit right here. And With darts? With the darts? Ye- to spell? Yeah. Uh, sure. Since I'm right next to it, can I just step over to the eye next? Uh, you would like to go diagonally up to the right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely you can. So you step there, and I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Whoa. I got a 12. Doesn't seem great. Okay. Now, a a dart goes right into your right shoulder. Is that my cookie Uh, shoulder? You realize the dart... I don't think I can feel pain in the cookie part. Well, I bet you can feel poison. So... Oh, it's a con save? No, it was a dex to see if you could just duck out of the way. That didn't happen. We're going to do a con save next. Oh, shit. Uh, Just to point out, this one came from the right whereas the first dart came from the left, so you can now understand you can't expect the direction. Can I use a luck point to re-roll my dex save? Sure. Okay. Mm. Oh my god, that was a nat one. Yeah, oh my god, worse. Dart, mm. <laughs> so that's a four, because I have a plus fucking three. Even it's a nat one. <laughs> that's rough. Jesus. All right, so then you are going to take four damage, and then I need you to roll me a con save to see if you're poisoned. Okay, four damage and a con save. Uh, 14. No, that's fine. Really? Oh, lucky day. Yeah, 14 is what I had, so that's fine. <laughs> it's a lucky day. Uh, j- just a heads up, y'all. It is not river. I, th- I thought it might have been river. It's not river. Unless the arrows oh. are good. Do y'all think the arrows are a good thing? 
<laughs> no! Cherry starts crying. <laughs> I'd like to think the arrow didn't really have anything to stick to, and it kind of just busted through the cookie. It may have. Just taking a chip off the shattered. cookie. <laughs> it might, might have taken off a chunk or left a hole in me. Now every time I walk, it leaves a whistle. <laughs> I would say stop focusing on the grid cipher that you've been given, because it's not doing you any good. Hmm. This is pure happenstance that they're the same shape. Oh, weird that you gave us a 5x5 five five grid and then a 5x5 five five grid. It's almost like I make <laughs> these puzzles hard sometimes. Oh, really? Chris. <laughs> there is a way to solve it. If you're figuring it out, though. I mean, you're figuring it out by getting hit, but... I mean, so far, you know certain ones are bad and certain ones are good. I'm, I'm just well, gonna sit down here real quick. Maybe we need to spell out uh, Fine Larry. <laughs> could be. Could we use rocks from outside instead of a person? Here, how about this? I'm gonna touch myself. Oh, God. Nope. <laughs> oh, my God. And cast protection from poison to okay. kind of... Maybe avoid whatever's coming and take a step sure. onto the very middle uh, at the very bottom. Okay. Uh, make me a deck saving throw then. Son of a bitch. Did you say the very middle? The middle bottom. Yeah. Okay. At 21. An arrow whizzes by your head, but you do realize that is not a safe place to be stepping. Oof. She hops right back off. Did the square like light up or get indented or something? The ones that you've stepped on or the hat has been on has depressed and come back up, but the one that you lit up has stayed down. Mm, okay. All right, so it's it's not this one right here. Did all the arrows come from the same height? The ones, depending on which direction they go, yes. So the one that just whizzed by Edith was going the same direction, uh, going right as the one that you got hit. So that's about shoulder length. The one going the opposite direction is about waist length, waist height. Can Humphrey crawl along the floor and just start pressing buttons? Yeah, try it. Okay, we're going to slap on the bisexual cipher, which is not accurate. We're going to slap the P with my hand while laying on the floor as much as possible. Sure. So it's the one directly to your left? Yes. Uh, Yeah, you can hear an arrow go by above you then. I think it's safe Uh, if we just crawl around. I mean, okay, listen. We magic reveals the door, then watch your step. Cleo, okay, I'm, got to, I'm drawing a picture. I think a picture might be very good. The bisexual cipher is not the only thing with five in a row. It's not the only code that you have that has five things in a row. Cleo, anything here? You got anything for us? Uh, we gotta watch our step. That was, your friend wrote that. Oi, it seems that this code is some kind of binary. And what we need to do is follow the zeros and the ones. If, I, if I'm if i not mistaken, my dear friend Scurvy hated zeros. So zeros is where we don't move or we stand still or we um make sure that we don't stand on those squares. So in this case, river, the ah, means that we're going to go all the way to the left. And that's where we'll start from there. And hopefully, if my uh, coordinations are correct, we will safely make it to the other side. Yeah, you figured out it's the binary code. If you translate it, you can find your safe spaces along the path. So, yeah, R-I-V-E-R as you go, you step along the right paths. Now that you figured it out, I'm not going to make you say exactly where you step. You did good. Humphrey, surprisingly, when, and especially when you guys were like, okay, it's hidden or it's river, and you're picking them that are, are, that are correct. Like, had you stepped on the D, that would have been correct. 
Oh yeah. So like you were like you're gonna find that you're gonna figure this out without even the right cipher. Cool. I was ready for it. Could we have used rocks? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, you could use rocks. Can I do like a sleight of hand or something to pick up my hat? Yeah, definitely. You'll be in a spot nearby. You can grab it as long as you don't lean on it. Okay. So yeah, roll a sleight of hand because if you maybe you maybe you stumble. I rolled a twelve. I think that's good enough. Fantastic. I think Humphrey doesn't really want to stand back up because they've been shot with an arrow. So they're kind of crawling sure. along the floor across all the letters to get to the, oh the safe one. That's fair. Just arrows going all over the place. Are you, well, you're calling back to the start and then crawling? Not to the start, just to the, all the way to the one on the left. Cause since that's the safe one in the last row. Gotcha. Then yeah, arrows whiz by. So as you make your way across and you get at least five lit up along the path, a door opens to the hidden river, and it smells like a good river, not like the Mississippi River, because that smells gross. (laughs) Nice. A door opens to the outside. A beautiful river flows down a waterfall. Colorful birds fly about, landing on lush trees with pink and white leaves. You see the river in front of you, and we will let you get your bucket of bucket maybe it's a bucket worth of river water i don't know but you can fill up your water guns fill up your water guns we'll let you get your river water next time <gasps> on roll gay role play however i do want to say i was really hoping humphrey you would have gone backwards a little bit because the arrows also came downward oh no Ooh. that would have been so mean so yeah each row of arrows went different directions you just happened to avoid the ones that came straight down you're a monster. Damn. There's a lot of luck happened on this episode. A lot of luck. So you were lucky? You got a shit roll, but you were lucky in ways you didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Yeah, the row that would have done that, you landed on the one space that was fine. Great. Damn. Yeah, so now we know that one cipher is down. The binary code has been used. You can cross that off to make it easier on yourselves for next time. Yes. <laughs> or maybe I'll make it easier next time. Lord. Literally fuck off. Oh, the binary one's done forever. <laughs> Chris, we're stupid. So, thanks again for joining us for Roll Gay Roleplay Cursed. I'm Chris the DM, and you can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade. I'm Tisha. You can find the podcast at RollGayRoleplay.com and send me cute animal pictures, please. Oh, hi, my name is Katie, and uh, I might start an Instagram for all the snails that took over my fish tank recently. <sighs> Yes, snail Instagram. Snailstagram. Yes. <laughs> I'm Brandon. You can find me on Blue Cotton Candy Cosplay on TikTok. Hi. And that's it. Oh. I don't know why I ended that with an upward inflection. Um, because I always talk in upward inflections. You'll you'll listen. You'll hear it. Any hoodle. Okay. Yeah, literally. Hi, I'm Jonathan. I play Phyllis in Spring. You can find me on TikTok at Groundbreaking33. And you can find me on Instagram, not Facebook, Instagram, at Eugene underscore J90. So yeah, Chris is a Gryffindor. Oh, oh my God. Not. <laughs> Slytherin pride. Gryffindork. Hey, thanks for joining us, everybody. Bye. 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 Fucking Slytherin. RGRP LLC production. Music by Joe Barsanti.